All right, everybody. It's another episode of the God Alpha Five Star Podcast. We're talking Houston Rodeo today, and we have a very special script called Nobody's Clapping. It's terrible, but it's a you know a super secret satire about the Oscars, and then also potentially how Matt and Taylor are no longer friends. It's purposely terrible, but uh, I took it pretty seriously, and I hope you guys all enjoy it. So uh, if you get past the banter and the pre-roll and all that stuff, I hope you stay tuned and listen to the whole god-awful story. Just listen to the whole podcast. They'll laugh, they'll crack. Well, you you'll laugh. be confused. You won't laugh. No, you'll definitely laugh. <laughs> hey, we're back again. Hello, everyone. We got Andrew, we got Victoria, we got Matthew. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, What's up? Woo. We're getting uh, we're getting pretty good this, I think. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that. Yeah. Okay, cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, 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 cheers. What's your problem? What's your problem? I don't get what your problem is. Do 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 words and stuff all right no i'm saying that we're getting good at this because you know the energy was pretty low adding into this and then you know the music starts going and it's like okay here we are (laughs) it's showtime we gotta feel gotta feel feel the feel the rhythm feel the ride something something it's bobsled time guys. everything's better with the soundtrack i'm proud of us and i'm I'm glad victoria's here because it you know the the female presence and the energy is always a bonus (laughs) because last episode we did was just us three talking. (laughs) It is it's nice, but I don't think we bring enough to the world to like you know. It was honestly just the three of us talking, just about like three dudes hanging out about a woman not being there. It's like. Man, I wish the girls here. Do you guys wish a girl? Yeah, I wish the girls here too. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really pleased that I count as a girl in the group. That's nice. <laughs> See, there you go. You're the girl. I'm, I'm in my PJs and my oversized slides right now, and my I Converse mean, T-shirt. I mean, so that, so that, is, that is what your business card says. Yeah, so the girl. Like, so you're saying that you're wearing exactly what you wear every single time. When we go to party. video, I'll update the wardrobe. Oh, yeah. okay. new, and, then, yeah. and, and we will all switch to PJs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will modify with the evolution. Yeah, of you'll get some footy pajamas. <laughs> She'll have heels and everything, you know, lipstick, just the whole nine yards, and yeah. we'll just dress the hell down. No, yeah, we, we should all get uh, those rompers, those those male romper things. You know what I'm talking about? No, rompers. Hey, rompers. Do you know what a romper? is? I forgot is? that that was a thing that guys were doing this year. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. It they look like pajamas. R- rompers. It's. It's essentially it, it's a it's a bodysuit situation, uh, but it looks so fucking ridiculous. I used to when whenever I was in better shape have a couple of rompers. You're a dork. Okay, well <laughs> they looked really cute on me at summer festivals. I'm sure they did. There's nothing more awkward than That's going to the bathroom in a romper in a porta potty <laughs> on a mountain you, you had to with sixty thousand other people. You mean they you, don't just snap together? No, you were just completely naked. You have to take it all the way off. <laughs> you were in a porta potty with 60,000 other, 60, other people on a mountainside for six days, and yeah. you think that you look really cute in your romper. So it's like a leotard, but with sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a little, <laughs> little, think, little think, straps. Think overalls with <laughs> sleeves. It's hard to find a yeah. romper that fits you right. You know, not all rompers are. Maybe, that, maybe that's a sign that people should not be fucking wearing rompers. Oh, and I haven't since. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson the hard way, Matt. <laughs> the Porta Potty Chronicles. Yeah, you should you should take a lesson from that. What? Not wearing rompers? No, learning your lesson the hard way. Oh, never. No, never. No, I. I no, I, he, I never he, he should learn his lesson because the hard way happens. The That's lessons just are said. not learned. No, no, not at all. <laughs> my my the lesson that I learn is how to make this hard way easier. Just always go. Actually, you know what? Never take the hard route. Always take the easy path, and you'll live a happy life. I promise you. Look how awesome I am. 
I'm on a po- <laughs> I'm on an international podcast, guys. Yeah, uh, I've got yeah. my own mm-hmm. microphone. Mm-hmm. My hair is growing so luxuriously. Yeah, shout out to Mexico, by the way. They are number three now. Hey, no, number one on the countries, but three listeners from Mexico. It's because I've been listening <laughs> so much, breaking, watching so much Breaking Bad lately. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think, I think she's I think, one of us, is it? I think it's just one guy who like logs in at his trabajo. <laughs> and also the biblioteca. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> and Tim, they're all different Tim, IPs. Tim is not here tonight because we were watching the final se- episode of the last season five of Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. He's never seen it before, so we've been rewatching it. We were in the middle of the final episode. We've been pumped about it all day. We made a pact we wouldn't watch it. I've already seen it. We're in the middle of it. We finished food. Name drop. Snoring I Snoring in the middle. So I got an Uber, came over here. And I'm still waiting to have that last moment of Breaking Bad in my life. Do you want me to tell you what happens at the end? I well, know it, what happens at the yeah, end. But do you yeah. want me to tell you what happens at the end? If everything goes according she to plan, dies. right when we're wrapping up, you're going to get a text and be like, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you'll be like, I'm on my way home. I just ran to the store real quick. I left a note with a cute little <laughs> snail on it. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. A snail? That's good. Yeah. You drew a snail? Sorry, yeah. love. No, she put a real this. snail on it. Where the fuck you find a real snail from? <laughs> I guess th- I guess tis the season. They are starting to I hope back. it's a really big piece of paper to make sure the snail's still there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need, my tadpole needed a companion who has arms, by the way, now. He's now got he's got arms? arms? He oh, ju- no. Yeah, he just grew his arms on the 15th. I'm very proud of That's him. That's pretty fucking and adorable. And he's learning, how, like, dexterity in his back feet. He looks like a, yeah, a little fish with... Legs and arms. That's Little fish with legs. That's moving. It. <laughs> so soon he'll be clapping. I so, uh, hope not. <laughs> uh, we'll finally have a fan, a swim fan. Hey. Well, Matt and I went to the rodeo. It was Matt's first time at the rodeo. Yeah, what? it was. I've lived in I've lived in Houston, Texas, pretty much all of my life, and I've never been to the rodeo. And it, it's because every every before Ubering, every time the rodeo would happen, um, I'm not. A, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm not a very outdoorsy country guy. I don't own boots. You look like one. Thank you. <laughs> don't, I don't own boots. I uh, don't have many plaid shirts, and I've ridden a horse one time in my life. And country music sucks balls. So every time the rodeo happens, I'll teach you how to two-step, Matt. One day again, just so y'all know, we live in Houston, Texas. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's only the world's largest rodeo. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I mean good for them, I guess. Whatever. I'm it was pretty awesome. Yeah, Come had, on. Well, yeah, Taylor told me that y'all, y'all saw One Direction. <laughs> one Republic. <laughs> you said One Direction. <laughs> well, I don't know the difference. One Republic, two Republic, three Republic, and, four. And it, honestly, I, I was like, I would have been more excited to see One Direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which one was Zane? Because I, I, I had a preloaded joke. I was going to sit in my seat and be like, where do I look? Where do I look? Where do I look? One Direction. <laughs> oh. But instead, I had to make the joke where uh, they started shooting off the fireworks. was actually pretty badass, right? Because we had front row seats. Shout out to my mother. We had front row Word seats. To your it was absolutely, absolutely. Because half of her kids are afraid of heights. And so we did it last year and we were too high up. And she goes, <laughs> It's okay. I got us front row tickets this time. We made it all up just for the perks. You know, I, I don't know much about One Republic. I, I mean, I know I, I recognize their songs that were on the radio and all that shit. Uh, it's too late. It's apologize. Oh, that's probably the only one that I know from. Yeah, them. I, I, don't I had no idea who sang that song. I don't know much about them, but I really have to say, with the pyrotechnics and the lights and everything, I'm so impressed. They put on that a really good that. show. They and put they, on a really the, good the, show. The stage spun. Yeah, they buddy. probably needed all the pyrotechnics and the everything else to make it. Well, we all know only one song from them. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look into that guy, the lead singer. You know, the, I guess the whole band. I think he just had session people. You know, that are part of the band. But mm-hmm. they, you know, normally bands go around and like, you know, and then we got Matt on bass. 
You know, we got Andrew yeah, on did, guitar. I, I was thinking about that myself. He he didn't introduce anybody. <laughs> we got Victoria on drums, and everybody like everybody does a little solo, you know. Mm-hmm. But they, he just was like, shout out to himself five different times. So you might recognize this one. I've partnered up with Rihanna on this song, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't this song. I'm just saying that a Rihanna song with me is coming out. He did. He <laughs> name dropped the yeah. fuck right out here. of that entire <laughs> I wrote. I wrote a bunch of songs and, with this guy and, and that guy. Right here. Have yeah. you guys know Beyonce? Here's my latest song with Beyonce. Yeah. So he, yeah, so he sat down and did Halo, <laughs> you know, on the piano. But yeah. I, I was like, man, I got to find out what this guy is because it sounds like he's very prolific and he just has this one band. Sounds like a douche. One Republic. <laughs> he, he was he was kind of douchey when it comes because you know, bringing that back, he was name dropping a lot. It's like, yeah, look, I did the song with you, Rihanna and Eddie Shears, as I call him, oh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Shears. <laughs> Sheeran. <laughs> Sheeran. <laughs> okay, so but so the the concert was good, and then we saw some uh, uh, bullfighting where the the guys were riding the bulls and like fighting the bulls, like uh-huh. punching them, and uh, bucking broncos. Yeah, bucking broncos. You told me something that I did not know about why they why they buck. It's because they have. Wait, like wait. Does anybody know? Does anybody know how the bull riders, or why the bulls get so mad? Because they don't want someone on their back. Close. Cl- yeah. Okay. So when you know, you know, at the beginning of it, when the bulls and the bull riders on top, Victoria, are you nodding because you know. I just want to hear you explain it. I used to be in the rodeo. Okay. Oh, so okay, you're then, yeah. Yes, but <laughs> can I get your voice saying it? <laughs> they have a rope. No. Oh, tell me. Tell me, Taylor. Why? Uh oh. <laughs> so she's ready to correct they're, you. They're yeah, absolutely. It's not a quiz. I'm they're, sure. they're in the pen, and if you watch it on the jumbotron, you see their hand is like under, kind of like the saddle area, mm-hmm. and then they just somebody passes them a rope, mm-hmm. and they just wrap it tightly around that, just like I'm not letting go, <laughs> like yeah. just really tight, just trying to get in there like leather rope, you know, <laughs> stuff that binds. And uh, if you follow that rope down, it's wrapped around their nuts. God damn. Not, not always. Not always. I mean, just, well, they were very some, unhappy, some so it might have been just wrapping around, around the tail or something, you know, but yes. Pretty sure wrapping it around their tail will not make them buck like that. No, they buck, and then it tightens the rope, and then it squeezes their nuts. It's a, and no, it's a, <laughs> they no, just no, buck no, some no, more. No, 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 no. no that's Fighting a, a losing battle. That's an old oh. school rodeo technique. That is not... I don't think they do. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. They yeah, do. they do. I know it's uh, a you lot. You can see to it do. on the jumbotron, man. A lot to do with like, <laughs> the, with like, you know, the bulls. And stuff, but that's fine. The bulls looked. Very I was a barrel unhappy. racer. Nice. And, and a yeah, and a cow and a pig roper. Mm-hmm. So. I oh, had, I've I had got different. A, I had different jobs. There, there was also a, uh, <laughs> there was also another uh, rodeo event that we saw that I really did not like at all. There was the one where the guys uh, tackle the calves and bring them down to the ground. That made me. I, I hated it. Because you're watching them. They're yeah, going after these calves. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh, then you're a bitch. No, I, no, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it. Here's the, here's the but you did it. They're essentially oh, pile gosh. driving children. Okay, I equate it to let's sending your your nephew out there and me chasing him down Begin on a horse edit. and tackling him. And edit in, in Matt's microphone ability. No, start the edit again. Let's do this. Let's again. do this one more time. Yeah, I've seen that once, Matt. God, it fucking those was, people suck. Yeah, there there's a, you. You could be all for pile driving children. I would never. That's great. Well, I mean, you're defending it. No, I'm not. We edited that out. Oh, shit. I forgot. We <laughs> oh, edit that part out. Yeah, Matt was the only one in the crowd cheering for the cattle. Oh, my God. Yes, I was. <laughs> like, if, if one got away, he'd be like, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, there, there was one point where a guy was reaching out to grab it, and he fell off his horse, and I just go, yes. Go cow. Go cow. Go back. Kick and him in the nuts. Everyone in the entire stand are just going, oh, good. Oh, he tried really hard. I'm like, 
Fuck that guy. Go cow. But he's hanging out with my nephew and confusing the hell out of him because everybody's cheering and Matt's not. <laughs> and then nobody's cheering and Matt is. And they're sitting right next oh. to each other and, and poor little Weston is just like, now? Not now? What's going on? There, there's a nice humane way to do it. You're not hurting or scaring anything. They were fu- like one of them, well, his okay. neck it, twisted behind. Well, those are just bad. And then bad. also also your mother told was, me a story. I was, was better at barrel racing anyway. <laughs> it was, your mom told me a story about how one time the guy broke the calf's neck and they had to bring out the sheet and then euthanize it right there and then fuck those guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> well, that's man. Just a re- that's just really shitty raising on the children's part. Yeah, it's just an accident. No. So wait, it's the calf's <laughs> fault that his neck was broken? No, they shouldn't have done it like that. They should yeah, no. They shouldn't do it. At, it's, These it's, are full grown-ass men. It's terrible. No, uh, see, oh, what, well, what, I did it as a kid. I guess I have a different perspective. See, with, with a kid, I, with can a underst- lamb. What I, I can understand <laughs> that. I did it as a kid and most my like my strategy was Hey, little guy. How's it going? Don't worry about all the people out there. As you're chasing it down. Hey, when I jump on your back, just, just snuggle with well, me. Well, there's, there's a technique <laughs> about put, where you put your hands on it. They can get yeah. them to lay down. He and would, you don't have to actually fight it. These guys were grabbing them by the horns and, like, twisting okay. their neck and slamming them down. Well, that's just... But also, they did it in 4.8 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I was going to say, that's quicker. It was yeah. very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never said I won any One, trophies in it. Two, okay. <laughs> I probably, three, I probably four, had, sh- done. No, Cast no. all four legs up in the air. I never won any awards for it. It was definitely just like a, hey, guy, how's it going? Hey, little okay, guy. Okay, I'm going to do this. You're going to be fine soon. It was just all a right. humane hobby for you. Yeah, people are probably watching <laughs> it. Like, Personally, I want to see them upgrade the event. I want those guys to tackle like full-size cows. Come on, an adult for an adult. <laughs> I, I, I feel it would be a far more interesting show. If I could see a guy take down a full-grown cow, I'd be like, People do that go, all the go, time. Go man. It's called t- it's called cow tipping. No, but there's not where they're sleeping. <laughs> I want that cow running. Yeah, and then ugh. I just think it's I would I think it'd be more fair, personally. Well, I'm glad you guys got cultured and went to the rodeo. I've only been to small town rodeos. I've never actually been to the Houston rodeo. Oh, it was so. it, it was really great. There were a lot of people there. And they didn't been... even invite me, which is Hey, I almost didn't get invited. He I was had, he was my plus to, one. I had to beg. I've I've been once when I was a child and I didn't like it so I never went back. So well, at least you went. I love the. Uh, I found it boring. Well, you must be. Funny <laughs> 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 he stood to his conviction as a child. I do not like this and I will never go again. Exactly. Well, no, le- it was leading just, up, it was leading boring up, to me. Leading up to the rodeo, my uh, my parent, my mom was like, "Hey, I got a, I got you and a plus one, you know, for your lady." And then <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> shrugged it off. And then my sister was like, so you and so-and-so together? And I go, no, not anymore. She goes, yeah, I figured. So Matt then? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, Matt. She goes, all right, that's what we thought. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, you've got the hair for it. so I do. It's sexy, too. <laughs> yep. But besides all that, thank you, Mama Stanley, because I did have a good time. And that was my first time at the radio. And, you know, besides the uh, the beating of the children, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Just, just so you know, veal is baby children. I have never. It's baby children. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know what veal is. I've never eaten it. I don't eat veal. Thank you. But it's delicious. I, I'm glad someone has some morals. I mean, I've had it once or twice. It's it's really tender. I would try it. Too. Yeah, it's because it's tender <laughs> because they don't let them move, right? I know. Yes, exactly. It's so terrible. <laughs> but I would try some veal if it was placed in front of me. I'd, I'd take a bite. I mean, veal you don't really yeah. veal. I really try veal. veal. I really veal. Now, I'll I'll bring it one day and not tell you what it is. No, I just said I tried. Nice, nice. I wonder if they would still sell as much if they called it feels. On the next episode of What's My Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Raw veal. (laughs) Oh God. Lamb chops play long. 
So yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a good time. It was I a good time. I met a lady, kinda. Yes, he did. No, you kind of. Okay, kinda. She was yeah. pretty too. He gave her a biz. Oh, you tell the story. So shout out, shout out to. Uh, really, I thought I was saving the story. I finally cracked and My told bad. you. My bad. I don't know what. You, yes, you told me, but you also told me that you promised this woman from your own heart that you would give her a shout out the I podcast. Think he's, I think he's stalling now because he forgot her name. Claire. Okay. Well, he remembered. But I don't know if that's really her name or, sh- or you know, somebody. Because, you know, you just hear ladies' voices and everything. Yeah, it's really hard to get clarification. Yeah. I had her real name was Jim. <laughs> well, I got, I got really thrown off because sh- there was four empty seats, and she tapped me on the shoulder, Andrew, and said, is anybody sitting here that you know of? Which I should have been like, no, I'm single. <laughs> that you the know opposite of. of our movie theater like plan. Right. Yeah. But instead, uh, I said, no, 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 yeah, it's, it's empty. Okay, I'm going to sit here. You know, you I'm not. Empty your beer on the seat. It's take it. Yeah, she said, <laughs> she said she's a volunteer and she's just seat hopping. And I said, cool. And then that was all we talked about. Nice. And she, she, she had to like struggle to get in the chair or whatever and, you know, reach out to help. And she's fine. She's a strong, independent lady. <laughs> she usually she in a wheelchair. I noticed really nice brown boots and, you know, those like clean blue jeans that look brand new, like the dark blue, mm-hmm. you know. Not faded or shredded or anything like that, just nice. And then a, a nice white blouse. And I couldn't make eye contact. I was too nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to text my sister, who's sitting at the end of the row, said, How cute is this girl next to me? I'm too afraid to look. <laughs> like, Oh, she's a cutie. She's a cutie. She, like, oh, is, okay. she is. So uh, I tried to engage a few times with Claire, made a few jokes, just kind of one off, mostly just because I was sitting there and my, all, all of my uh, body posture and attention was this way because that's where my family was, so to the right. But her legs were to her right also, kind of like facing towards me, and she was just always open like this. I could see the body posture. And so I'd make some jokes this way really loud, hoping that it would kind of like, you know, come back her way. She'd be like, ha, 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 that's so funny. You're right. so funny. And then I had to pick and choose. It's like, man, I know Matt would laugh at this, but I'm going to go and say it this way. <laughs> yeah, you just, made just, it. Jesse, just tell it to me later. Jesse, I'm about to send you a text message, okay? I need you to laugh. Yeah. But whatever I say, just I need you to just laugh. Just laugh, just do it. From way over there, I just need you to be like, oh my gosh, you were the funniest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at, you know? But everybody's kind of self-involved. Jesse and Damien were together. Uh, Matt had Weston. Yep. You know, my brother had Arlo. So they're just kids and distractions and fun. And <laughs> me next to this lady not talking. <laughs> I, think, I think if you were to send me a text like that, like, Matt, listen, I'm about to say a joke. I need you to laugh. I would have laughed. Quit sending me pictures of your dick, Taylor. <laughs> 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 I, I would have I would have laughed uh, to try and make it look good, but everything everything I do sounds very condescending, and I don't mean it to. It's like if if you were to say a joke, I would have genuinely laughed, but it would have kind of like ah, 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 you're so funny, Talem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was probably a good I good idea you didn't contact me. I well, actually thought you thought I was funny. Who you? What? I thought you thought I was funny. When'd you get here? You sound like that every time I tell you a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Victoria. Oh, damn it. That's what we learned about Andrew and his vaping. If he's bored, he starts to vape. God damn it, <laughs> fucking vape. It's always when I talk, too. It's Insert content. It's, it's always when I talk. It's not just when I'm bored. It's only when, and when Matt it's a talks. Habit. <laughs> yeah, it's a habit. Well, yeah, you, you started that, though, Matt. No, I didn't. You complained about it first, so because I got it's targeted. it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> In, re- in retrospect, I probably would have liked a little bit of attention. In the moment, I didn't want it at all. It's like, okay, nobody's talking about this pretty girl sitting next to me for no reason at all. Okay, cool. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, everybody would look back, and you know, I was still engaged with them and talking a little bit, but nobody's like, who's that girl? Yeah, she, she was right next to him, and like, Taylor, like what's what you going said, on? there were plenty of empty spots for her Does to she see. she look good? Yeah, she was pretty. Okay. She was pretty. Dear pretty girl Dear pr- oh, okay. out there, if you're listening, 
I hope you are. Vibes to the universe. This man is creative. He is very passionate. He's very, he's very lonely. He grows an amazing beard. Shut Some, up, Matt. Sometimes. You're going to have to deal with his pet dog, Matt, every once in a while. Bark, bark, baby. But he's definitely very interesting, and you should give him a chance, for sure. Sons Victoria. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> That's your Yelp review of Talem. Five stars. <laughs> I, well, I was trying to go on something, and you said something, and I lost a track train of thought. I appreciate that, though, for vouching for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. So, Honestly. Uh, so I had to think about uh, what to do, and when the concert started, you know, the fireworks went off, and I turned around and I said, I'm pumped up now. Are you pumped up? Wow, that uh, oh, that's coming oh. on strong. Well, not, you know, it was kind of just, the energy was high. And then you should have just said, like, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> or, <laughs> what, what if you got too nervous and, like, you were like, I'm pumped up now. You were going to say that, yeah. but it came off like, uh, uh, pump me off. <laughs> well, I made a really, I'm, <laughs> I made a, a very good Shaking joke that head. I thought. When the fireworks started going off, I started saying, uh, 10 Republic, oh, yeah. 9 Republic, <laughs> 8 Republic. And I was like throwing my hands up in the air. Like I said, he's passionate about everything. No, it, it, was, it was actually pretty funny because he was getting louder as the music was getting louder. And I, I was actually getting kind of like, 9 Republic, 8 Republic. Like I was starting to get into it. Oh, I'm almost <laughs> there. Republic. I, I'm Yay! almost there. <laughs> and then I turned to her and I said, I'm getting pumped. Are you pumped? And she's like, yeah. You want to pump? You pump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was like the least responsive she was to everything that I was doing. And, uh, and so then with the concert's going on, and I'm trying to figure out my, my line, because I, I definitely wanted to ask for her number or give me her number or uh, give, me, give her my number or something like that or just like, hey. But also there was no work done and there was no like bond. <laughs> there was no reason like, I know I couldn't be like, so uh, I, had a great, I had a great time with you tonight, you know, do you I, I see each other again? I noticed sat next to each other for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all I could think of was I scribbled down on the, on the back of my business card for this, for this podcast that has, you know, my email, my phone number, the website, all that stuff. And uh, I wrote on the back a little love note. And thank God my friends picked up on this because I, uh, I turned to Damien and I said, Hey, uh, I'm d- no, was it you? It was me. Yeah, because yeah. we reset. So I said, uh, hey, Matt, you know, I'm down to leave at any time. Because what I did not want to have happen was I pass her this business card and we all just walk out together. <laughs> so <laughs> you, going, you going this way? I'm so going then, this then, way. You have a good night. So oh, okay. Let's we Yeah, so we decided to leave because we wanted to go on the Ferris wheel. That was the last thing we had to do. That's what I need. I needed to go on that Ferris wheel. And so I just, I quickly, I like, all nervously, all shy, just was like, hey, so I got to go, but I just want you to have this. And I passed her this, <laughs> Andrew. And then, read. and then I said, and there's a story on the back for you. And I said, wait, 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 read it later. I got to go. And then I, and I ran off. And I ran to the end of the aisle where Matt's standing there. High five, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, man. And I was like, god damn it. <laughs> like, back to children. So I, I, just, was, I, just, I was very proud of him. <laughs> I just pushed him to the side. and was like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to be so like, yeah. Honestly, if she can't handle any of that in your life, she's not the one for you anyway. True. Yeah. And, and here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wasn't doing that in jest. I wasn't making fun of you. That was a g- legitimate. Good for you, bro. Good. And then you like Again, pat my girl pat out my there. Side. I'm very proud of this man. Yeah, just no. like Matt. Everyone's yeah, but don't do it no. in front of her. I was in front of her. We had gone up the <laughs> stairs a little bit before I stopped. Turned around. Put my hand up like Could this. Could she like, still yeah. see you? Yes. If she had looked, <laughs> if she had looked over. But I wasn't paying attention. Well, she might have seen me, yeah. And also, I turned to it very strongly. It was like, I want you to have this. <laughs> it's, my, it's my dick. What if we, it's my dick. What, what just a the, picture of your dick on the back. Yeah, just, just you just drew a picture of a black, black and white. 
<laughs> Just so you know, it's not the with scale. The, with his phone number. Part of, part of me is thinking like you get nervous and start attempting pickup lines. So like during the concerts, like, so you like One Republic? You like that band? Because this is the only one. Pu- like, wait, hold on. Never mind. I messed that joke. One up. Republic, two Republic, three Republic, four. What, what is the what does the story say? Andrew? So yeah, what is the my love note? I was gonna say this is the only one okay, it's a, you should lick. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. It sounded better. In my head. Shut up, dude. So funny, Victoria. I'm, so, I'll shut I'm up kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. Anywho, it says I am going to talk about how nervous I became when you sat next to me on the next episode of our show. Thanks for the company. <laughs> I, I've attempted to get so this d- guy. So is, is this the original one? Did she give you this back to no, you? No, I made. I made a copy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he found it later in the parking lot. <laughs> 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 I just kept it. Nobody picked up on that, Andrew. <laughs> I almost got away with it. Oh, he's also changed his phone number. <laughs> it was really just mad the whole time. He was confused. <laughs> oh, well, Andrew, thank you for that. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, man. I was just, uh, like, when he handed it to me, I saw the note on the back. I was like, did you really get this back from her? Like, what the fuck? There's you some footprints. Exactly what it was. <laughs> There's some footprints on it. Oh god. Oh man. Oh, I needed that. Okay. It's all worn we, we and bent. The podcast. So the last little bit about the rodeo, we went and we jumped on the um, the Ferris wheel, which is yes. the tallest Ferris wheel that's movable, which means it disassembles very easily. But it's pretty tall, and uh, yes, I don't yes. like heights at all. I really don't. Oh man, I love. So yeah, I'm locked into I. my seat. And I'm sitting there, and I decide to tell the story. About the girl because the She's whole time you know, her head like no no heights. My no family's heights. just been sitting there, you know, not really engaged, and I've been <laughs> having this internal dialogue raging the whole time, like talk, don't talk, talk, don't talk. Why is she here? <laughs> she's here for a reason. Obviously, she wants to talk. I don't know. She's she's turning towards you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and her uh, all of her friends, I guess that she met up with, like from from college, because she recently graduated. Oh yeah, I forgot. He, this yeah. is how he finds out this information. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, she recently graduated from college. Uh, she's been out for about a year. She works at her sorority now full time. She has the oh, time to volunteer no. at the rodeo. It's so creepy the way he knows all of this. Wait, yeah. no, Taylor, I was all keep going. <laughs> yeah. I was all about this. I did go to college. Keep going. You are the voice of reason. And uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> Damien Damien is like, oh, awesome, cool. So you you know you guys actually got to talk. I go, no, eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> she was texting some girl the whole time, and then some other guy. Yeah. I think there's a problem going on in the Delta house. <laughs> I just I overheard her. I was reading over her shoulder. God, it's so <laughs> I still uh, when when we were when we were up there, I was having a blast because I was looking down. It goes really high, and uh, there's at one point where I hold the phone out like this, like, "Come on, everyone, lean in, Taylor, lean in," because I'm sitting next to him, and Jesse and Damien are in front. So I've got the phone like this, like, "Let's get a picture, Taylor, lean in," and Taylor just goes, "I can't, I can't move." Do we have a <laughs> like, picture oh, okay. with her? No. No, she yeah, she's kind of actually in the background of that picture. Thank God. <laughs> She is. She is there. Wait, on the top of the Ferris wheel? No, 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 no. no. Hold on. <laughs> we took we took a selfie in the in the audience also for the for the show. Okay. <laughs> Ferris wheels are the one ride her. I don't do. Ferris wheels are my one uh, no go. I did, I did get her. That's so weird. All right, hold on. Let's I'm, see. <laughs> I'm glad to know she actually existed, and I didn't just phantasm it up. <laughs> yeah, it's Wait. The, yeah, it's the I wrote this note for nobody. Girl right next to Taylor. <laughs> I just dropped it on the ground. Wait, no, I don't <laughs> see a girl next to Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to joke right now. 
No, there's clearly no girl next to Taylor. <laughs> Maybe that is the original card. That, that's Jesse. That's your sister. <laughs> no, 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 right there. Right there. Her. Oh. <laughs> Look on the other side of Taylor. The one facing away from him. The one that's not okay, a Stanley. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or not yet. Oh, that's creepy. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's creepy. Well, okay, she's got a cool style. I can see that she's your type. She's very rodeo. She looks very confused, but I'm totally down for it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's my type because she fell in my lap. <laughs> that's it. That's like, that's a good type. Little 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 to no effort. Lady, I'm trying it's to not be not surprising. I'm trying to be charming on this podcast. I hope you listen and hit me up sometime. Really though, <laughs> listen, hit him up. It could be magic. We would have a great origin story. His favorite color is pink. You're on the internet. Yes. <laughs> and give him colors pink. You're on the internet. And hit give him the original note so that we, we all know that this isn't hit, the hit, original. Hit me up on Insta. <laughs> Get an Instagram. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, here, look at this. <coughs> I'll show you some of the pictures. Yeah, there was a. Look at those people looking at you. <laughs> Who the right. fuck is they this? They were staring at me. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so this is this is us walking in. You know, that's. I had there were so many people, and uh, I started. <laughs> those random people. Looking. Yeah, it's because um, they, ha- they, they have this uh, ski lift thing, the ski lift ride. And Taylor and I were going to go on it. And then halfway through the line, Taylor's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, go to the bathroom. And so uh, <coughs> he texts me, hey, I'm coming back. So I went ahead and paid for both tickets. Look at that. That's gorgeous. Went ahead and paid for both tickets, and uh, Taylor didn't show up in time. So I just went on it by myself. <laughs> that's how high I am. See, the only time that it's acceptable to ride on a ski lift is when you're skiing. Well, I mean, but this is because if you fall, you're gonna fall on snow. Well, yeah, but not I mean, on I, concrete or other people. I was I was locked in. I was good to go, and it, and it wasn't very long. <laughs> I, I like with it because uh, oh, and then here's the rodeo itself. There's the uh, the guys chasing the horse, and then barrel, ra- barrel racing. Yeah, we saw some barrel racing. We saw some, um, there. What, what was the fastest one? Because everyone was rooting for 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Here, actually, there's a video. Ah. Got her going in. Everyone was rooting for 14 seconds. I think the fastest one was like, what, 14, <coughs> 14, 5, 14, 6? I only ever hit 19, but that was really good when I was a kid. Hell yeah. yeah. Yay. And it, like, right, it was always funny because right at this part, uh, you'd hear everyone like, go, girl, go, girl, go. go. And then right as it reached 14 seconds, you just hear a collective sigh. Oh. oh. <laughs> so then there's that. I like that guy that you guys don't Wait. know in the background. Zoom in, zoom oh, yeah, that's really interesting. The, the bl- I'm taking a picture with you guys. <laughs> He's just like, ah, <laughs> I'm in this picture, motherfuckers. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's right. a good guy. I like him. So zoom in a little bit more because the, the one right b- behind my cowboy, but my brother's cowboy hat. That's the one she was talking to the most. Those two right there. Okay. So that's how I eavesdropped, because she would just lean over and was talking and chatting <laughs> up about the good old days. Oh, you definitely, if, it, if it's between you and that guy, you got it, Taylor. Look at this. I like how everybody's <laughs> everybody is ready to take the picture, except for Justice is looking down and Damien is just <laughs> leaning out. That guy's out. ready for Justice. Yeah, Damien Damien's yeah. not down with the photos. This is the new Justice. <laughs> <laughs> he is literally just staring at the camera. But he's got a big-ass <laughs> smile on his face. He's, he's a part of the crew now. No, I, lo- I love that what my brother's doing right now is he has both of his kids. You can't see his little one, Arlo. Yeah. And then oh, no, I see, yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, so that's Arlo. So Weston's missing. <laughs> How's Weston the one that's missing? He's the most photogenic out of everybody. Oh, wait, guys, we Weston, need to stop this podcast. Yeah, where'd the child go? At this time, Weston was in this seat with your mom, and I think he might have just been leaning forward or something. Yeah. So my brother's just laughing, like, get in the picture. What are you doing? Come uh, on. It's like, it's like that kid at uh, the Super Bowl that took the picture with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, one day we're going to be famous, and that Who guy is going to get on Ellen. No, no, no. Yeah, so, <laughs> guy. so this is when they did the horsies. Uh, they had the grandma and the mom and then the baby, and it was fucking adorable. And then this is the three of them. I, I started getting it too late. But then here's all the – here's, like, the crew of horsies running out, and they're looking all majestic and beautiful, and I'm pretty sure there's a donkey in there somewhere. Guarantee there's a, a donkey. donkey? Somewhere. Have you ever ridden a donkey? I have not. Oh, I might have when I was a kid. Maybe. When I, I don't think I have. When I was going to... S- oh, sorry. I won't interrupt you. No, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you, I think we've seen it. Yeah, what you have to say is more important. <laughs> no, when, when I was going to high school, y'all know I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Um, we did a thing called donkey basketball every year. And I'm not even kidding. I participated. I was a basketball player, as y'all know, from like f- ages 5 to 17. Um, <laughs> I was on varsity. Yeah. Uh, and so in oh, the there was a varsity team for it. No, 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 just like <laughs> in general basketball. <laughs> we won, we won, we won state multiple years in a row. Anyway, terrible at football. Doesn't matter. Donkey basketball. You literally just cover the entire um, basketball court with like a tarp, mm-hmm. and you have to play basketball, but you ride a donkey. Shut up. And the tarp is so and that you, it you catches ha- the shit that they You have to buy tickets way ahead of time because in a town full of only like a thousand people. It's yeah. a hot ticket. Yeah, people from other towns <laughs> want to come. Like, we're, and we're really good at basketball. We're the number one in basketball <laughs> in the area. So everyone wants to see us do like donkeys. And the area that's in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, the whole middle of nowhere. We were the best. <laughs> so how, how we, also, we also had the best donkeys. So how old were you? <laughs> huh? I was in high school. That's a high school event. How big were the donkeys? How big do donkeys get? They're like... Small like a horses. small horse, <laughs> and you were like you. Were, thank you. And That's you, what you, a donkey you sit, you sit is. I know donkey. what a, I know what a donkey. And I'm you just have you, you have to try to direct the donkey, <laughs> and you also have to. There's certain rules. Was there a change. saddle? Yeah. <sighs> Not like a whole saddle, just like you know, like a, like um, a blanket saddle. You just put a blanket on the donkey and saddle. But you on have it. to like. There's certain amounts of like specific dribbling you have to do. You have, to, you have to dribble, too? Not, not always. It depends on... Anyway, there's different rules, okay? If your horse is dribbling. Of course. I can't break it down <laughs> for right now because it's a lot of different rules. But it yeah, sounds like it. Everyone shows up. You know, everything gets full. There's people all over the room, and you ride a donkey, and Because there's nothing else to do in this basketball. town. Hey, you're shit-talking that? That sounds pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think, I would definitely I th- I think donkey basketball... Yeah, dude. Should, like, that should be in the like, I would the definitely... If, I f- if there's a donkey <laughs> the basketball game playing anywhere... I want to be there because that sounds awesome. Okay, we're going next year. Oh, please. This year. That would be o- this year. Yeah, they're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all rodeoed out. Next year. Well, let next us know year. when the pre-sale <laughs> tickets happen. We need to scoop them up before they sell yeah. out. Seriously. <laughs> I, am, I am all down for donkey basketball. Yeah. Harn Jefferson donkey basketball. It's really fun. D-ball. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Hey, well, that's a good team player. <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team. I won't go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny though. Sometimes you have someone really like on a break, and the donkey just stops. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. Like it's really ex- just like the god awful five star podcast that we do. The, the god awful five star donkeys. It's exactly <laughs> what you expect. Just like the god awful five star podcast. <laughs> it's donkeys <coughs> with a crowd. We s- with people on their backs. We start in one direction and then go a completely different direction. Oh, one direction is back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the call back. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. So we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll read this terrible, god awful story. Yay. Oh, Lord. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of the God Awful Five Star Podcast. Typical American problems. I am a podcaster in the United States. I need your help. I will be your friend, Janine. <laughs> I live in Houston. I will make sure you do not eat McDonald's chicken nuggets. 
Wait, so the yes. adults got in on the action? Yes, yes. How many throats did they cut? She was like, she was like, they were like, your kid cut my kid's throat. And then they like, boom. Mind blown. Never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, right. And no one built a robot to fix that. Don't forget to go to godawfulnetwork.com and submit some hand tapping. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Gosh, I know. It's hard life, right? You would think you would know what a pineapple tastes like. Yeah, I was, I was it waiting. Was, but the thing is, I tasted it. It was the texture. Was it not getting erotic for you guys? Either? <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Matt, your favorite co-host of the God Awful Five Star Podcast. So tonight, we're going to be trying something a little different. Um, good friend Talem. I don't know if you guys have heard of him before. Uh, he's a little shy. Uh, he's written something for us, and him and I are going to be performing it tonight. I also want to point out that uh, I didn't write any of this, but it's surprisingly revealing of our relationship. Okay, it's called, I would like to thank the Academy, AKA, no one is clapping, AKA, the potential story of how Matt and Talem are no longer friends. An original radio play by, I'm not putting my name on this. Baby, I'm your Fade up on a palace on a beach in Malibu, California. It's 1926 West Coast America. The weather is beautiful. A tired, weather-worn Polish immigrant is working on a beautifully manicured lawn. Porridge. The name given to him by the estate owner because his real last name is too hard to pronounce. Works in the sun all day and is somehow still fat and ugly. Porridge was not responsible for the meticulous landscape. His responsibilities are to pick up the shit from the animals and the shit from the men and the shit from the women of the house when they are too far from their quarters on another countless party night. After all, the cream lived here, Hollywood elite, every night, coming and going and coming and shitting on the lawn. A loud shattering sound of a window breaks the silence. A primitive Oscar statue hits the ground in front of Forage, breaking into two. Forge looks up to see the estate owner, Louis Mayer, as in Metro Goldwyn Mayer, as in MGM Studios. As in the one with the lion that roars at the beginning of films. Anyway, Porridge watches as Louis retreats back into the office away from the broken window, finding time to slip Porridge a disapproving look. Inside, two men argue. Listen, if you didn't like my design, you could have just told me, Lou. In this light, Louie looks like a turtle that looked out of his shell ass first. A real disgusting person, inside and out. He responds out of breath from heaving the statue. Fuck you, George, I'm Louis B. Meyer, the lion himself, roaring at your incompetence. <sighs> and the Oscar for dramatic much goes to... Shut the fuck up, George. This award needs to be grand, scream excellence. Make the artisan crew long for it, compel them to fall in line. Can you be more specific? When I built this house, this house, they told me it would take years. Architects and engineers and such. I got it done in six weeks. Is that specific enough for you? No, not at all. Well, when we need a set built for a picture, we build it in a day. When we need a village, we had that fucker up in a week. No architects, no fancy permits. Hollywood gets the job done. Lou, can you... Just be more specific about the design of the award well, itself. Well, did you know what I did? I got a studio crew to work around the clock three shifts a day. 
This was the beginning of their stupid cocksucking day reunions, mind you. So I only had the most skilled crew and I scabbed out the rest of the labor. I saved a fortune and built my palace. But it got me thinking. George lets out a sigh and takes a seat in an oversized armchair, realizing it's time for one of Lou's famous douchey speeches. The chair is oversized for a person, but not for the oversized room or the ego that is currently filling it. Louis continues, still chasing his breath. Who do these actors get the bright idea of organizing two labor rights, health benefits, or as yet residuals and back end points? It would be the end of our studio, and I would be the one who dealt the death blow. Speaking of blow. Louis rings a bell and a scantily clad maid enters pushing his shining metal cart like fancy hotels used for room service. She stops at Louis's feet and uncovers the plate to reveal shining white lines of the devil's dandruff. That good stuff. High society powder. Not like that crap we have now that I have never tried. Louis rings a bell again and stares at the maid until she leaves. <laughs> she wants to be an actress. Ah, like I need her listening to this conversation. You want some? Uh, no, thank you. We Stanleys are in it for the art. <laughs> you fucking asshole, George. If you were not so talented, we would never be friends. Where was I? Oh, yes. <laughs> These fucking actors, keeping my days full, hiding their greed and addictions from the rest of America, away from their adoring fans. <sighs> How fast society would turn if they knew Charlie Chaplin on top of fucking underage girls. Also loves to be filleted. Um, it's the early 20th century. The public can't handle blowjobs yet. And the murders. <laughs> and the murders, oh my god. We are one more scandal away from blowing the whole business. And the unions. And the fucking unions. So I think to myself, how can we keep these actors in line? Stop them from asking for more than what I, God, gives them. And I had a stroke of genius. The Academy of Arts and Sciences. Something prestigious for the world to associate our double-dealing, whoring, murderous ways with. Along with me and my friends judging who sucks and who fucks, we'll award our statue to the best behaved, highest grossing talent that we already own. And I'm telling you, George, this award has to be so big and shiny. Actors will suck directors' dicks just to be in our pictures. And if they ever squeal, oh, if they ever squeal, we'll feed them to the lion. Louis erupts in self-satisfied laughter. George shakes his head, walking to the broken window with no more information about what to sculpt for the award than the information he came in with. George looks down at the shit scooper below, holding his broken prototype. Borge Biasetsky stares at the destroyed statue, dreaming of a life he wants for his family one day. Borge looks up and gives George Stanley a long, hard finger. Baby, I'm Act 2, The Academy Awards 2028. Interior, The Academy Awards Ceremony. Curtain up on The Academy Awards. We have already seen countless stars get up to the podium and preach about the failure of the system to protect animal rights. You see, in the future, we have run out of problems to solve. Foreign actors and directors have gotten their due. Women have received equal pay. The problem we still cannot solve is blowhards need a cause. The Academy Awards routinely carts out the most prestigious and pretentious of our citizens, and this year, sit, don't sit out, 
is the Hollywood elite's battle cry to give rights to the animal actors of Hollywood. Joke's on them. We know that in the future, all animals will be computer generated. So where does the money go? To the studios. Studios like MGM. Starting to get it? Fuck you. Anyway, Jimmy Kimmel for the 15th year in a row is on stage announcing Betty White to present a most special Oscar. Yes, Betty White. She's still alive. Stem cells? Advancements in medicine? No, just Betty White's goddamn good heart keeps ticking and the show must go on. I'm here to announce the award for best anything ever. There are no candidates other than one very special man, so I will take the time to say what he means to me. Betty White. Artists once care for their craft. We put in hard work, studied, lost lovers and found friends, all for the sake of bringing the sunrise to a world of perpetual darkness. But in 2019, he came onto the world stage. I was there. He whipped out his penis and orgasmed in front of everyone during Louis C.K.'s one-man show, Come Back, Come Quick. Don't ask questions, and don't look at me. <laughs> Watching him sling ropes over Louis C.K. was the funniest fucking thing I had ever seen. Even Louis laughed taking a mouthful. Pure comedy dripping from his chin. He swallowed, I swallowed, America swallowed. The Oscar for best anything ever goes to Matthew Piagetsky. The audience erupts in applause, their cell phones all hovering in selfie mode now turned towards the spotlight. A tall figure in an elegant robe stands up. It's Matt. So everyone knows he is completely naked underneath his robe. Ever since he got in shape, he's never really shy about showing off his seven-time sexiest man of the year buddy. A throne passes down the aisle to escort him to the stage. Matt climbs on, stepping over the driver, crotch first. He could have gone around, but wanted to put his high-society balls in a low man's face. After all, he just got his pubic parts freshly de-diseased. No, this is not a new phrase for genitals. Matt has been known for putting his dick anywhere anytime, and tonight would be no exception. The young man whose forehead just got graced with Matt's ball sack reminds him of how far he's come. Here's a tip for you. Matt does his patented helicopter move. The crowd goes wild. On cue, Matt erupts one spiling stream of jism all over the driver. The Academy gives this a standing O. For all of his countless talents and as unimpressive as his penis is, being able to pop on command has proved to be his biggest and smallest trick. Again, his penis is very unimpressive. Matt gives his acceptance speech. We will skip it to get to the good part of this story. Just know it was very douchey and he actually complained that his statue was the same size as everyone else's. What a fucking asshat. Anyway, Matt exits backstage with Betty White. Matt grabs a handful of Betty White's elegant and still firm ass. You know what time it is. Betty White hesitates, but deep down knows the game. This man's on top. She pulls out her teeth and sinks to her knees. 
Speaking of time, I wish I had you when you were younger. Oh well, give me one of your famous gummers. And don't forget my balls, floppy tits. A shadowy figure speaks from the wings. Betty White chokes as Matt turns in the voice's direction. I see fame hash gone to your head. Talon? It's been years. How are you? Yes, it has been a while. Congratulations on your Oscar for best everything ever. Forgive me for not clapping. Talon holds up two nubs where his hands should be. Matt laughs. <laughs> I almost forgot. Man, I really got you that time. Yes. Yes, you got me. That was pretty funny that one time, but you still don't know when to stop, do you, man? Betty, I used to shake up this asshole's beer before I gave it to him. The idiot fell for it every time. Oh, silly me. I thought you brought me beer and friendship. But that shit has sailed, hasn't it, old friend? Fuck you, Talem. I hated you and your pretentious talent. Always shoving your new ideas down our throats. Nobody cares. Betty White continues to serve as Matt's small and almost too curved penis. Now let's play. Betty gets the white. Matt finishes in a very gross and unflattering way. His orgasm face is truly a turnoff. Betty White gags. <laughs> Matt turns his attention back to Talem. Betty White secretly spits into a cup to sell the specimen on eBay. Or maybe repopulate one of her charities with the worst people. I don't know. I'm just the narrator and this whole story is getting kind of worse. And I'm starting to feel sick to my stomach. Back to reality. How have you been, Talon? <sighs> Not so good. You know, since I can't paint, or produce, or play guitar, or... I don't know, even play video games anymore. But it warms my heart to know that you are doing well. Yes, I really took off once I got out of your shadow. I won the Oscar for best everything, ever. Yeah, I saw that. I realized when your hands got blown up and you were running around screaming and crying knowing everything that matters to you was over, I was laughing my ass off. And it hit me. Making myself laugh is all that matters. When the god-awful podcast died, I finally got back to what I love. Sitting in my room alone, playing video games, desperately hoping anyone would pay attention. They didn't at first, but when I got in shape and took off my clothes, man, I really took off. I would have invited you, but you don't have any hands, you fucking piece of shit. Talon looks down at his hands in shame. He reflects how two brothers went down such separate paths. One got in shape and thrusted his micropenis in the public's face. The other doesn't have any hands. You see, Matt took so much time talking about how great he would be at hosting a gaming channel like Cal Pie or Van Shoes that by the time Talem lost his hands, disappeared, and Matt finally had the freedom to execute his dream, he was primed and ready for the world of virtual reality. And boy, oh boy, how our Matt shined. Within just a few years, Matt View was everywhere. You could not step into a VR Netflix, PlayStation 360, or even an NFL VR Extreme ESPN TV without Matt flashing his extremely small, curiously curved cock at you while talking shit. The suits found out nobody wants to see this, and the viewer would pay more attention on what they wanted them to see, the content, and ads. But some just stared at his misformed, pre-adolescent man form anyway. Either way, the money rolled in. As Matt would always soon say, it's about the content. 
fucking asshole. Uh, excuse me, narrator. Can we can we please get this black back on track, please? Fuck me. Even in a hypothetical story, Talem needs control. I'm starting to wonder who to root for now. Anyway, we pick up on our story further backstage and deeper into the after party. Welcome to where the real magic happens. You almost had what it takes, but then you lost it. Are you, are you talking about my hands that you blew up? What? Oh, God! Hide those. Matt and Talem into the shadows of Hollywood. A real who's who. Immediately, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk run up to Matt. Uh, Matt, if we could just have a moment of your time. First, congratulations on your award. That was a moment, Neil. Matt brushes off Neil deGrasse Tyson, but Elon Musk stops him dead in his tracks. Listen, Matt, we want to put... A hologram of you on Mars in virtual reality of a virtual world. So the first manned flight can be welcomed by you. It would be an incredible honor. Well, you've got the cash, Elon. Pay me and a virtual version of me will be there. But I have drugs to do here on Earth that will surely put me on another planet. Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk hang their heads in defeat. But they should have known. A man like Matt Piagetsky doesn't bother himself with science things and stuff. Words. Follow me, Talem. There's something I want you to see. Matt leads Talem towards a tent in the middle of the party made up entirely of naked women. They walk under a small opening created by the wide opening of has been Sarah Silverman and Whitney Cummings. Don't get lost in their gape. It's not the real entrance. More like the end of your career. <laughs> Unless you're Jimmy Kimmel, of course. Matt and Talem pass through the folds and into the most private, private party where, surprisingly, Russell Brand is not doing drugs. Let me get you one of those top-flight blowjobs, my man. Uh, no thank you. I insist. Talem drops trowel and reveals nothing but scar tissue. I, I, I lost my penis also. How'd you get your pants off so fast with no hands? Is, is that really your question? Not what happened to my penis? No, no, that was not my question. How's Yellowcat? <sighs> he died. I couldn't feed him after I lost my hands. Well, like that ever stopped you. <laughs> you can take off a belt, but you can't feed a cat. Typical, stupid, simple Talem. Has anything changed? Well, I donated myself to science after I realized that I had no other way to make a difference with my life. They gave me these excellent robotic hands. Well, they, they left me alone, and, you know, it has been a while, and I stroked myself once and ripped my penis off of my body. I swore off hands all together after that. Damn, I'm sorry. Want to hold my Oscar? I know that was always a dream of yours, but I won, and you lost at life. <laughs> anyway, you want to hold it? Matt hands Talem his Oscar. Talem tries to hold it, but it drops to the floor and breaks into two because he has no fingers on his no hands. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, Talem, I'm sorry. I forgot that you don't have any hands. We fade out of this chapter of this story on two friends, still disconnected, standing over a broken Oscar, laughing. Exterior, the mayor estate, afternoon. 
Flashback to the end of the beginning scene of this story. Forge and George stand together, looking down at the broken Oscar statue. George takes Porridge's hand and they lock eyes as if deep down this statue unites their worldview. Everything sucks. It will always suck. Perhaps if they go super gay and suck each other instead, they can spare their future unborn families the inevitable despair. Well, that day in 1926, Stanley's and Piasetsky's went totally gay and shined rainbows and butterflies until they died and were not born and definitely did not write this god-awful five-star story. The end. A small nation of meaningful objects They've gotta represent me too Just a little board in the USA Oh, just a little board in the USA Save me, white Jesus Bored in the USA Oh They gave me a useless education A subprime loan A craftsman home Keep my prescriptions filled now I can't get off But I can kind of deal With being bored in the USA Oh, just a little bored in the USA Save me, President Jesus, I'm bored